0: 18 plus.
1: Hi everyone hope you've had a good summer so far of course it's all downhill from here because we're back but nevertheless i hope you've had a good few weeks without us and we hope it was memorable and special for you not been able to see gigpod pop up on your spotify or apple feed with a new podcast so yes this is indeed gigpod episode 174 and yes you can hear the background noise no doubt as well down the pub we asked you a few weeks ago on instagram if you'd like us to do more in-person podcasts at the boozer 90% of you said yes, so here we are, pandering to you, and Reidzo breathes a massive sigh of relief that he doesn't need to do something very technical and complicated like plug in a microphone. So I'm Stevie and I'm joined by the two real legends of GigPod, now first Reidzo, who managed to heroically get out of his bed an hour ago to turn up, uh, and it's within 30 minutes of your house isn't this Reidzo, so hi John. Hello
2: Stevie, great to, uh, great to be back in the GigPod beat and we'll be back extra podcast this season more of that at the end of the show but yes it's good to be back thanks for that John
1: and also Spunkphone who is around uh, a lot of people in the pub and amazingly enough we're still calling him Spunkphone he's not digitally created or anything despite what a lot of people somehow seem to think about him but uh, we're still very much calling Spunkphone uh, by that nickname around
3: real life people in a pub which has now became a normal thing hasn't it Spunkphone? Oh, hello Stevie hello John pleasure to be back as always um, yes it is true Never break kayfabe And when the police arrive We'll have a funny explanation of your nickname
1: (laughs) Right, okay Generally, uh, since we are chilled out entertainers This will be very chilled out and entertaining So enjoy your bevy lads And let's look back on season 22-23 very briefly As it was a really exhausting June For the club directly after the Scottish Cup final To the point where so much happened We put our awards on hold Until we knew exactly what was happening at Celtic So let's recap what has been going on and the call who left. Brendan Rogers came back. Jota, sorry, Yoto is away. <laughs> Aaron Moy retired. Cal McGregor, Dais Yamayda, and Kyobo getting new long-term contracts. We've released one of the worst kits of all time. It's so bad it's enough to make a man whose wardrobe is ninety percent Celtic and Adidas gear's heart go no, 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 no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so spunk
3: phone. Let's start with you, right? Your thoughts on everything I've just recapped here. Where to start? I suppose with Anne's leaving. You guys have kind of covered it a lot previously. I'm not too fussed to be honest. I mean, I, I was gutted at the time, but it was dragging on for that long. That it was almost a, a case of putting us out on misery, if you like, by the end of it. Um, Thought about you turning up to the pub, but actually, Anne's leaving there. <laughs> I think I've been a bit harsh there, right. Stevie. Well, I'm sorry. It's just the way I feel. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, so I saw it. It's one of those ones where, I suppose off the back of the Celtic job, you're maybe not going to get a bigger job in England, certainly these days. Um so I understand the appeal there. A bit different nowadays, isn't it? Yeah, seen a few changes, let me tell you. Water under a bridge. I'm not bothering too much about that. It's, it's What's done is done. Likewise with Jota. What's done is done, you know. Um, You've always been a massive
1: Brendan Rogers Mark, and the fact
3: that he's come back, I mean, what is your opinion on I'm that? i was going to get out on that. I'm, I'm obviously a, a big Brendan mark. Wasn't a fan of the way he left, obviously. But now that he's back, he's been a bit more subdued than I would have hoped. I would have liked him in full lying narcissist mode, but... It's alright, mate. Rezo's right here. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I must say, and again, I don't mean this now, a derisory, a derogatory way towards Ange, um, as far as a, a third season of Ange Ball was concerned. I'm a bit more enthused about a first season of Brendan Rodgers, a season under a new manager. than I maybe would have been a right. third in fact, season. Of just
1: thought the So when it came to Ange. Now I think myself, Hamish, John, um, everybody that's in their chat. It's hindsight, it's a beautiful thing and everything. But we never said this at the time but do you feel that Ange in the last few months was getting quite bored and just fed up and very same at Celtic here? I would
2: say say no really until the rumours started coming, like Tottenham were interested because if you remember when we beat Hearts uh, to win the league, like he was celebrating his usual way there was talk about how he was going to, talking about his plans for next season so, no, I think that's just sort of a coping mechanism, I'd say, with the fact that Ange has left us. I mean, I think it, the fact that he did have talks, we talked to him twice, and that has come out, obviously, did have an, before he left, did have an effect on the team. I mean, I know we talked about this a lot. If we look back, and I wasn't sure if it was because of Ange, Ange rumours or the fact that we'd won the league, the fact that we were so shit. I mean, look at that 3 and defeat at Ibrooks where Ange picked a ridiculous team. Look at that game me and Lee went to Easter Road, where we, were, we just went to pieces after uh, new contract DM gets, gets sent off. So I, I don't think the stuff about being bored is true. And, OK, the cup final wasn't a very good game. And, I mean, it was a pity that overshadowed the cup final. But, no, I, I don't agree with that. It was, like boring and stuff. No, I, I think the football we played under Ange for 99% of the time was brilliant. And we've talked about him before obviously on the pod, we don't need to go over him leaving again, but yeah, I will miss him. Uh, the way he dealt with it last week was poor. I mean, he couldn't really say much to Martin O'Neill in that interview after we beat Aberdeen and got the title. I mean, that press conference before the cup final, we talked about that. I think that press conference before the cup final was very poor where he wouldn't have come he said the only thing he was thinking about, the only thing the fans were thinking about was the Cup Final. Come on, and you know that's not true. You knew the entire thing was took up by your future. Because we knew we were going to beat Everness. No disrespect to Everness, as we said 100 times on the blood last season. But we knew we were going to win that game. And even and after the game, I mean, we were we were all on Cup Final game, we were mostly talking about what was going to be future. And even the game itself, OK, I think this was because it was against Everness. But it was subdued. The celebrations were subdued really. I mean, it was, I thought it was good that you never know, walk local at the end, it was good even I liked that. But I'm nearly in tears. No, I saved that for the Bruce got last week.
1: <laughs> 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 saved it for having to buy around.
2: I won't wine. <laughs> It was cheap off for London, good old oh, London. I, I, great, I, bet it, I bet
1: it was. Great it. city.
2: They've got trains, they've got buses there that go like, through the night. Great city. <laughs> oh, be you can't criticise Glasgow John. apparently. You're just saying what you feel. Yeah. I, but no, I think that sort of the stuff about Ange has fo- has like football not being as good and stuff. No, I don't, I don't agree with that. It was great from 99 percent of the time. In mean, the last world I've gone, it was a was a brilliant manager for us. He gave us some great victories, some great days in the pub, of course, right, lads. Oh. And <laughs> just thought he was a brilliant manager. But I don't bother talking about my game on the podcast wrong. Alright, Spongebob, <laughs> right. if I can
1: ask you now and out of the three players that have got long term contracts, Carl McGregor, Kyogo and Dysoneda, what one excites you the most there? What do you think was the best bit of business by the club?
3: McGregor. I know I suppose we're not doing really the, the award show as it was last year, although we will obviously touch on it. Um I don't want to give any spoilers, but obviously Kyogo, Outstanding last season. Dyson obviously had that kinda of post World Cup. Left uh, lift. Dropped off a little bit of thought towards the end of the season but, you know still still a fan of his and it was still good business to get him tied up. Um but I think for Carl McGregor, thirty years old now, not showing any signs of, of stopping, obviously, but for him to essentially commit the rest of his career, if you like, to Celtic. I'm one of those where kinda on the whole I thing I don't get to attached the players now, particularly those ones that maybe come in from abroad because you know that emotion may maybe getting two, three seasons out there, in some cases one. But for a guy like that, came through the academy, obviously part of the first team set up for close to a decade now. And for him to step up in the way that he has, obviously player of the year in the first season after Scott Brown had left his first full season as his captain, for him to come out, essentially what is the rest of his career at the Celtic. I just thought it was a brilliant bit of business. And what about yourself now Reed? So before I
1: start asking you about couple of segments last season before we move on to this season in terms of the contracts and the business sort of conducted by the club where do you feel there Callum McGregor or is it
2: Kyogo for you oh Kyogo definitely because I know it's not going to be Dyson either <laughs> I actually like Dyson but he's so remarkably inconsistent I mean if you look at the end of the season he did that brilliant cross to Jota for the goal in the semi-final then a couple of weeks later he set off ridiculously Easter of road that really sums him up but he's like so inconsistent but Ange loved him, and I think Brendan will probably love him as well. But no, Kyogo definitely, because I was worried he was going to leave the fact that he only yeah. had like one year, I think, left in his contract. And like Celtic's um, AMO these days as the sell players. We don't usually keep them at Celtic for years, unless it's a homegrown guy like Carl McGregor, and I suppose Dyson to an extent as well. but... Kyogo's now probably our most important player with Jota's departure. Probably our best player now with Jota's departure. Okay, he started has to prove it in the Champions League, which I know you're confident he will this season. But no, I'd say getting Kyogo down was a brilliant bit of business, especially as it came after the Jota departure, and I think all the fans are pretty bummed out about that. We had to take the money. We'll talk about Jota a bit later on. But definitely Kyogo, because he's got the chance, really, to become our best in fact, the, the probably striker's been here the longest since last Nancy. Yeah. I mean, because every other striker we've had that's been brilliant has left. Two I mean, or three
1: years and that's even it. if you look
2: back to Gary Hooper, when I was preparing for us and sees competition, competition, uh, Gary Hooper might have came up on occasion, but like he was a brilliant striker for us, but he was only here for like I think three years I mean, uh, at most. Twenty ten to twenty thirteen. Yeah. I think so, aye. Eh? Yeah. And like he was been here for two. I think he'll be here for at least another two or three, and like. For Celtic these days, that's a lot for your best player who, like, came out for so many years he here until, like, 2027, I'd imagine he'll be here for another two or three seasons and if he stays fit, there's no reason why he can't score at least 30 goals again and getting him signed, especially after losing Jota, was a, a great of business. And I know we're going to talk about Celtic's transfers later now, we're a bit underwhelmed that we haven't broke the bank and made these statement signings we were all expecting, there's still time of course. But no, I think Keaton Hugo was a was I don't want to say he's light as good as a know saying, but in a way it is. Because I'm sure that Ange would have wanted to bring him to Tottenham. Because look how important it was to him and they did a great relationship. And I don't think he's at that level, but I think teams do be interested in him. But no, definitely Kyogo. We have got to acknowledge players and moments last season, so we'll start with that and now, right? You've done a
1: bit of talking there, so I'm going to move on his punk phone now. When we're looking back at last season's Spunkphone, can I have your vote
3: for who was the best player of the season for us? You certainly can. Um, I kind of hinted at it obviously when I was talking about the, the new contracts and again just to touch very briefly on that again, I think for us to tie down Kyogo. Giving away my answer here obviously, but in the, the prime of his career I do think is still phenomenal business. I suppose there was maybe one or two others that maybe would have been in the conversation but I just think for the numbers that he put up last season for the goals in big games as well, breaking that duck obviously he had against Rain. I say duck obviously, barely featured against him really when you think about it. And, um, you mean you tell he me Rangers fans uh, had him painted as a dud were wrong? Painted him as a sort of Morelos character. No, you know, I'm, I'm the, not going to believe an that. An inability to score in those fixtures, but he certainly shut them up. A few doubters as well in our own support I think people who maybe have him done a bit a flat track bully that was maybe only able to do it against the the cannon fodder of the scottish <laughs> premiership but i just think for him to score as i say the number of goals that he did in the big games that he did as john says obviously there, there's room for improvement certainly in europe and the champions league and, and i've got faith in him that he will still produce at that level but for me last season as much as there's um one or two who were potentially in the conversation, I do think it is Hugo by a, a pretty clear margin in the end up. Alright, which I'm going to ask you the same question then?
2: Well, I think Hugo's my second best player for last season for all the reasons. Can I just have a guess then that you are most the player that
1: you thought was the best was maybe the same as mine, was it CCV? Yes it was. Oh,
3: CC- why? why so?
1: Because
2: he's just the best player in Scotland, by a mile. He's so ridiculous. When you're saying best, you don't mean like oh, it was like technical or anything like that? Maybe not technically, but when it comes to importance and sitting out in big games, it's going to be him. Look at how bad we were when he got, after he got injured. I mean, okay, we've talked for the, about why we were bad, there's a number of reasons, but look at his last game when he was playing with an injury against Rangers in that semi final. It was heroic. Yeah. Remember that clearance? Yeah. like when, we
1: we've done obviously a few reels on Instagram mm-hmm. of like the three big moments he had yep. the, the sliding tackle with Tillman, yes. uh, the one he stopped Tillman at the back post in the League uh, Cup final, mm-hmm. and then the game the Scottish Cup when he was in, mm-hmm. he stopped the Callum's effort on the line he was injured and mm-hmm. he'd he get up and, and headed it clear so
2: for Arfield. a It was yeah. so so good. I mean, I know there's rumours about him seeing in the new contract, but I think I saw it as you know, and I'd, I'd love it if we got him on a big contract because. he's... Just <laughs> I'm actually concerned about the start of the season. We haven't not been fully fit. I mean we'll talk more about next season later on, but I mean our first away game is Aberdeen Away, that's not gonna be easy. Then third of September we've got IBROX and we were so harmed when CZV was in a team at IBROX. We got pumped. I mean okay that was a weird game and we we're not really are they droppable? I, I was I meant nothing to MD apart from the Lion Rangers fans. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, I don't want to write Kobayashi off. But let's uh, let's be real here. CCV's about hundred times better than him. Staff I don't even
1: think they're in the same category for the discussion. Know. That's no. that's how C-CV's
2: same way. Is. Same with Awata. See, I pronounced them right. I think he's obviously like not really a centre back. I mean, I know we're going to talk about transfers later, but I'm hoping we're going to buy another centre back because it seems weird that we're we'll not. I mean, I'd say there's doubts over. We'll talk about his cast future later, but no, definitely uh, CCV's. It's just mentally me that the two years he's been here, he's not even been nominated for Player of the Year.
1: It's mad, isn't it? I think it is almost like a lot of people—not not Celtic not fans, but a lot of pundits and those great guys, that experts in Scottish football many uh, things taken for granted and think it's doing his job's easy. It's
2: so good. I mean, ridiculously good. He's, he's the best I've seen since Mark Reaper. So. I'd say he's as good as get back to something like your point Paul, Paul Elliott, do you remember Paul Elliott for us. That was you were very young. Very I was young too, yeah. but he was he was in a he was in a crap select team and he I think he won play of the year for a rubbish select team. But I mean CCV's in a brilliant select team. Well, brilliant to an extent. And I kinda understand how he's no being rewarded. He's, I mean, I know the fans love him, he's so good, but I always look back to that semi final. We've talked about that semi-final, how we never played, I think we played I think you disagreed, we beat them in the semifinal final nothing. But, CCV was injured, and he sort of held as a girl that second half, he's so hugely important, and I just hope with all of my heart that he's fit for, for Dodri and Ibrox, and especially yeah. the Champions League, because if he's no fit for the Champions League, we'll, we'll do nothing in the Champions League.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, I mean, CCV's the uh, best player last season for me, he's so important, critically important to the club and you know I, I dread to think of the situation or the positions we'd be in without him certainly that game in the semi-final I think that, if, at the very least that in extra time and penalties without that guy yeah it's just that, that think how brave he was over that clearance brave he, CCV brave CCV when he's injured and he still makes that clearance nah, he's incredible you know um, sticking with last season there's a few things to talk about here John I'm going to stick with yourself here because um, uh, no, he was first not being disrespectful here don't be no disrespectful not <laughs> that. Um, but when it talks about what we, me and you were going to talk about the goals that won the league and then of course uh, Ange left and that podcast get put on hold but we compiled a short list together we thought about you know, the amount of goals that won the league last season or the way for Jens back in August in the ridiculous blackout game last season. Oh we, or,
2: well, we tried to watch in uh, and so. then
1: uh, the one before the World Cup we hacked the Banovic, for East example. But yeah, so there were there were a several um several goals last season that you could say won the league right. But if I to ask you right now and Spunk will come on to you a second, what was the most important goal last season? Now I've got mine, I don't know if you'll agree with me, and you probably
2: will, but it was in 2023, it was in January 2023, is it the same one you've got? Was there any chance a Japanese striker scored in the last five minutes at Fortress Highbrookes? Yes, of course, that place that everybody just goes and collapses mentally, Um, but to be fair Celtic were
1: atrocious in that second half, remember the circumstances, we're getting into that game nine points clear I believe, uh, Michael Beale came in and he won all these games um, as manager of Rangers, and of
2: course we did the same in that festive period uh, after the World Cup. But 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 it should be remembered that for reasons unknown, Ange picked a very strange starting lineup that day. Well. Bizarrely uh, right mid uh, James, Forrest.
1: James Forrest I couldn't, I couldn't get he, no, A lot of people were the dearly departed no. Aaron Moy didn't He departed Yeah and he was outstanding Up until then as well I mean Moyd starts that game It's very different And even if James Forrest doesn't It's different as well But it's a testament to Celtic That they came out of Ibrox uh, We appointed that day Because it was probably the worst I, I, I think we've played under Ange Other than the actual other game At Ibrox Um, and then games like Easter Road and then against St Mirren after the split when it didn't really matter. But the games that did matter uh, and were important to us, that match at Ibrox we were utterly, utterly woeful. You still came away from it with a point and you, John, you said for years that Ibrox ain't an easy place to go and a lot of people might have been saying Bosch Flinshaw, I don't know, but it's true. When you look at the Rangers there, they have got a very formidable record there and I think that goal that Kyogo scored now if Rangers won that game to one it goes to 6 points mm-hmm. I think they get such a lift from it I think it psychologically uh, impacts both teams Like they get a massive lift as I said I think for us I think we would have recovered but it would have been a soul one for us the next time we played them um, and it was just such a massive goal it just seemed to deflate them and the fact that they put all the energy into that and they played really well in the second half we were terrible and as bad as we were we still came out be a draw and that goal by Kyogo I think Looking back on it all it was the most important one Of the season That essentially Clinched the league for us Was that no, his first goal Against Rangers as well? It was as well And amazingly enough uh, You and me uh, Splunkform was in the pub But f- the fourth man Here at the table Who can't be named For legal reasons uh, No sorry Social reasons That sounds a bit dodgy <laughs> didn't it? As if it's you Edwards Or something <laughs> but, uh, No our good pal Who is sitting waves And enjoying the, the pints uh, and it's his round in a few minutes actually I've got, no wait, Not your spunk phone, you can give him a card yeah, though um, We were all, anyway, we were all at the pub for that one And I remember every one of us, like we were all sitting gone Wise cube was still on the, the patch? Gigi was on the park at the time I think Andrews, was sort of uh, the four Gigi four was two, part of the, the Part
2: goal. of the
1: goal, and so was uh, Yoto as well <laughs> and, uh, Moy, Moy came on and they played uh, a part, part of the goal, the goal as, well? as well And then, you know, I realized, I'll stop the Yoto gimmick, sorry Brendan But uh, it was his I think he got in between like two players They cut the ball across Gigi
2: missed it GG missed it the Kiel ball rolled
1: it was um, such an important goal for us and I'm going to say that you agree with me that's the most important goal it was even though
2: no Hamish who isn't here ruined it for me because he he was sitting beside me in the that's pub right. and wouldn't of course wouldn't celebrate it because he thought it was offside. Aye, aye. It was no no it's good we'll offside, it's good we it, it was it a big. Into,
1: I don't I know I don't do them anymore and I don't say but it but what a work that was. Although I think it was that was a worked shoot. Because <laughs> no he thought it was offside, he thought really. it was so it was he a shoot. didn't Think it was offside. Aye. So it was like we
2: were all but celebrating. He convinced a lot of the pub. remember? And we were
1: all celebrating the god man. He was like no no it's
2: offside, it's offside. And Then of course it wasn't I'm glad he's going to Australia. <laughs> Get out of this country. <laughs> yes that's right he's going to. He's going to see Ange. No, <laughs> Aye, that was the most important goal of the season because we were rubbish that day. I've, I'd done my usual. Uh, we're going to win easy production, oh, But but I did change that after I realised we picked such a stupid team, like James Ford is playing for some reason. So and then uh, no Jota, no Aaron Moy. Uh, Juranovic sh- Did Juranovic start that day? Oh he came on, on from from Taylor, Taylor, I can't imagine Berthe Bay came on Yes but no but Juranovic you know, had his probably worst performance ever for Dreadful himself Dreadful and know? we still do through each so thank you Kyogo No but yes Kyogo's goal definitely so, it was a great goal as well um, Yeah that's my impo- most important goal Alright Spunkphone
1: if I fucking now drag you in here to join us Thanks That was like 10 minutes or so there, you were watching a horse racing <laughs> on the ferry, probably got a battle on as well, but if I can ask
3: you what the most important goal of the season was last season? I'm in total agreement with the pair of you, which must be a gig pod first. <laughs> as I talked about there with Kyogo, obviously, in terms of thinking it was the the, the the best player for us last season in terms of his goals and the big games, that goal there, um, as you were saying there, Rangers played far better than us at the... I think if they went on to win that game off the back of their second half performance we probably couldn't have had a lot of complaints but as we said nine points clear obviously at that stage rather than giving them even the slightest bit of encouragement, you know Kyogo scores that goal, they were deflated as you say off the back of that and put so much into that game and, and I think by that stage um, that was the point where it was beyond any real doubt that we would go on to obviously be the champions um, it was a long shot I think prior to that anyway but obviously you don't want to give them any encouragement any motivation at all so I, I, I would echo what you two had said previously you, I do think that was the, the most important goal for us and just before we do move on to come to Hamish's defence here even though he it not here but I imagine he will listen at some stage I did also work myself into a shoot thinking that the goal would have been offside but once I saw that angle well, good old barna
1: Thanks for staying with us there uh, Right Are I'm we going
2: to talk about our best performance of last season,
1: is that one? No, it's no on the list, right, can okay. I get when we're hosting this?
2: Just to say, mind, well, are we going to talk about Aaron Moy? We want a timer here, and Spunk Phone's actually going to do things Oh like, yes, no, but are we going to meet, talk about meet, Aaron
1: Moy? Meet, meet, meet proper pals, I don't yes. think we are, no Alright, okay Can you really
2: just let me do this please? I'd like to just say a wee thing about Aaron Moy Well, you can do that at the very end, All right, that right? okay. okay. Are we going to talk about the departures? Can do that briefly right, then okay. is that alright? Right, yes. We're taking over, as the NWO1 said Two of your most important
1: players did leave, so I think we should briefly talk about them we well, do them? end. We'll do them at the end. I'm going to come to you now, so I know okay. it's burnt from talking and you were getting kittens, all right? Right, okay. And you had a cat man as well, that so that's true. a good pun. certainly um, If I can just ask you what was the best... Love a cat. What was the best goal last season? Not um, most important, but the actual best goal. I'm going to say Mines was... You go first then. I'm torn between a- two, but I'm going to say, just for the technical ability of it, Kyogo against the Mirren was outstanding. The way that he lobbed it over Carson while he was like halfway in there was just an exquisite so goal. That was his favourite
2: goal last season?
1: Was said? it actually? He that aye. Hatati played a wonderful ball through with his left foot. It was a midweek game, I think we won 5-0 we did um, in Kyogo like sort of lofted it over the Carson while like, he was still midair. It was like, I know you said last season when he scored against Ross County, he scored a header that was very Larson-esque. Aye. I remember watching that where I sat and I remember saying that is such a Larson goal. Um, and also I'm feeling uncomfortable Comparing them Because there's, there's no comparison still But He's just such a Technically great player And that was my favourite like, Sort of goal last season Aesthetically But I wouldn't finishing Hacks Sabanovic Against Ross County Was a close second Was that yours? That's my favourite I was Can I just say I missed that game I was in Edinburgh With my daughter What a, what a guy you're Fa- Father truly,
2: family man Truly family nana. Father of the millennium Stevie Griffin mm. <laughs> 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 now, anyway. Jesus Christ uh, no, that was a,
3: a brilliant goal, so... A freaking brilliant goal! It was indeed! <laughs> so, you can tell I've been out for the day by a it, sir! Stephen, what is wrong with that Guinness? Oh, not <laughs> a lot!
2: <laughs> no, but... Uh, <laughs> that's the But which was a brilliant goal, I mean, it was a big goal as well because we were losing 1-0 earlier on due to yet another brilliant uh, VAR decision then David Tumble equally, so it was one he Rangers had drew we earlier that day it Was the last game before the Nine minutes injury time? That's right. It was it was uh the last game before the break. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. So we knew if we'd win we'd go nine points ahead. Was gonna give us difficult games last season. And as soon as we as soon as they scored, they put everybody in their own penalty box and made it hard to break down. So Hatati, I mean set up that goal for tumble. And he was involved with this goal as well. It was like a one two, with had some But party. Managed he, he place it so like Smartly, and in the bottom corner, it was like just out of the reach of the goalkeeper. He couldn't get it, and it was a the sort of goal that we expected. That's to score when it came because he was a sort of a unexpected signing. And I think he's been up and down. And I mean, he's obviously home a big season next season. He's got a very strange new blonde haircut. That's Ivanovic. No, I thought that was a brilliant goal. It was a big goal as well because it got us nine points ahead. And like Granny Christmas and. And for the other go on my list. I'd say McGregor against Aberdeen. Okay. The one that game we watched in the Oh, it was Tate. And our, and our
1: uh, friend here who can't he be there. He was there as well, that's right. He was there as well. Terrible game. 86 Plus minutes of
2: tedium. No, wait, wait. chips and all that as well. We don't have chips, that's true. And then I get the flu, so poor old me, get the violins out. But the Titanic brass band are coming in a minute, mate. 86 minutes of tedium. Then good old James Forrest, we are by heel to McGregor and a brilliant shot, so, but my goal here definitely hacks a banner, of I'm hope for more of that next season
1: After you finish your Coors, you can get the round in for the lads, because I let
2: Spunkford i Did you? Aye! Ben? Oh, in, the, in the last pub, you weren't oh. here, well, you were late, you were letting <laughs> the guys down with your tardiness Well, we
1: gave an apology here, but I'm too arrogant for that, so That's true uh, Spunkford, I'm going to move on to you here, what was your,
3: the best goal of last season for you? can't believe it's not been mentioned yet, because for me it was a fairly obvious choice, albeit I'm playing into the big game spunk phone gimmick here, Stevie, but um, I've got to go with Jota and the, the 4-0 game. Um, I think just as a, as an all-round goal, obviously it was a very quick move, five, six, seven seconds, however long it was, but it did really just epitomise Angeball as it was. And it then just stopped. We took full advantage the quick free kick um, between McGregor and O'Reilly. Jota makes up running behind, takes the first touch. I think no, well, he's going a little bit wide here. And then just to have the, the technical ability to do it at that speed to just chip it over at a hatless John McLaughlin who John Quarry McLaughlin who <laughs> gave us one of the great. Glasgow Derby comedy goals uh, right always that about that. of course I know you were a big fan of it John but for me as I say just in terms of, of epitomising our brand of football in that two seasons on the range course, the and also just in terms of the sheer technical ability and the, the balls required as well <laughs> to go for the dink there um, for me that's far and away the the best goal
2: of last season for myself. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> okay. So you know, I right? didn't even think about that. I so I'm going it. to now ask the pair of you. This is uh, a lot of people will be enjoying the answers to this one, right? And please keep it as clean as possible. I don't want lawyers that are doing here. But I'm going to ask you what was the best day out of last season. Now, whatever we both, or uh, all three, has got up to, try and keep back to a minimum, but just briefly discuss what was the best day out last season we all had. Uh, I'll let you go first, John, okay, yes. Okay,
2: probably when we, after we won the league against the uh, Hearts. And we went to uh, Parkhead to go and see the team. And of course we missed them. But uh, no, that was a great night and we had a sensational meal that night as well. If you'll recall. I'm trying to remember the... You were the largest pizza that there's ever been.
1: Oh, was that the Thundercat? Aye. That's right, and him, Aye, I remember now uh, Hamish was there too. And the fourth man, he was there? No, he wasn't Thundercat.
2: Was he Thundercat? Jamba
1: Oh, so it was. Aye. Well, you, uh, that's why
2: it was so good. That was team rare. <laughs> Brilliant. We did, we did watch the game in uh, that great pub on news. Then we went to Celtic Park to see the team. And of course, we took that long to get there. We missed them. <laughs> <laughs> we and didn't get to
3: see a lot of dogs in Celtic. We did see dogs so in Celtic. Like.
2: And Celtic have actually brought out our dogs for... Strips for dogs, even. That's a new thing. That. I did
3: see So... That,
2: and, um, that was definitely a... I think the best night. Second place would be when we beat uh, Aberdeen and me and Lee watched it and O'Neill's and then we went to the, the street party in the End. But it's, really, it's down to the place because I've vomited up a bottle of Mad Dog twenty twenty the next morning. So oh, And third place though is uh, when we beat Rangers in the Cup. The, the Scottish, League Cup Cup final, or? Scottish Cup League Cup Final
1: award. Can we just say that League Cup Final was exhausting like, It was and I watched it in the house because we all went to the game and then after it I mean you came to meet us in the pub Aye. You saw how done in we
2: were We just went to the bed it was terrible No the Scottish Cup semi-final that we watched And it was me, you and someone who cannot be named <laughs> <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a good night as well So that was my third place First oh, place nice. and fourth place Scottish Cup Final Right well Murphy's lover 69
1: here let me ask you What was the best day Out of last season You had Because you go You frequent Some of the establishments That me and Rito Would never mm. Be seen in oh, Rito was seen in Muffies at the start This season oh, wait, After I saw the it was. 4-0 game so was. That's right
3: I, uh, I exactly. mean you, That's right That was, that was, a, good, that was, a, good was a good day as well. There, was a, there right. was a few A few alumni In there I must say From the Fan media community But I'll obviously For legal reasons Again that sounds a bit dodgy But I'll let them Remain <laughs> nameless um, that, that was a good day In fairness I was a bit critical, obviously, of... As you'll remember, John, because it was a podcast I've done with yourself about the Trophy Day festivities Yes, you didn't season.
2: enjoy
3: it. I just thought... I just thought the season before was a little bit better. And I think the weather helped um, as well, though, didn't it? This season or last season? No, last
2: season was a big I
3: thing. I think that was at a wedding? As oh, <laughs> you don't go anywhere, mate. But there was not as many idiots throwing pyro off the top of bus shelters and that, so... Um, for that reason, I would obviously have the, the, the previous season... Uh, just ahead of it but I suppose I need to pick that one because I'm on the pod obviously my other big day out would have been I don't been sound the... so excited about it <laughs> my other favourite day out would have been the Scottish Cup semi-final which I watched over in Dublin oh um was that when you went to Bows of Fleet Street so I went there after the game but I actually went to the, the James Conley a pub recommended by John uh, for the match itself uh, I then went to Bowes of Fleet Street afterwards, I went to Mulligan's as well. There's also a bit of Dublin pub chat later on in the Q&A section, so I won't spoil too much, but um, I think I had seven, possibly eight pints, and a two-hour spell, but I had a, a plain home to catch, so I have overdone it, didn't I? But it was a good day <laughs> so, so what's, you, what's yours funny. then? Best day
1: out. All right. Best day out last season was probably after the... I would, say, I would say the end of the season, the last day, because, bear in mind last season me and Hamish never really got to enjoy it, because yeah. we would, did interviews with people after the stuff at the stadium That's and true. editing, and it was just like, you know, I had to then, I'm not going to say it on the pod, but I had to look after people and all that as well, <laughs> and yeah. that was just, I felt like a big babysitter, usually I'm just a big baby, John, That's but true. no, I was able to actually uh, enjoy myself, shall we say, and, let loose, as Fred Durst would say,
2: <laughs> so yes, <that laughs> Nothing I as good as the 2-1 win at Ibrox last season, two seasons ago, oh, no, that, that was
3: just when I get asked when you fell twice, when I fell twice, yeah, that was, oh, uh, oh that's
2: so well done, man, that's uh, a well and I Jeez. fell twice, that was, <laughs> and I was, uh, had a fight with you as well, of course, as
1: well, but the end of the game. Sadly, no physical. Right, well, listen, while Spunk Phone's waiting way to go and get some humble Guinness and a couple of bevies, right? Let's. You can go and say what
2: you've got to say about the departures. You? I'll give you a moment here
1: before right. we talk about this
2: season. Right, thank you. Uh, Jota, brilliant Celtic player. I'm just. All the players that I thought would leave this season, I didn't think he'd be one of them. I thought Kyogo would be on Ange's list. I thought Hitati would definitely. love Vada, we've talked about it. We thought Lila Vada would be a, a wave in Yeah, yeah. But he's still here. Hopefully, I Jota was just brilliant player. He was only here for two years But look at the important goals he scored Look at how brilliant he was in Europe Our best player last season in the Champions League By a mile Two goals Two goals Against Rangers He scored in big games Four goals and three SS, I think it I think was so I Look at his last game for us His last touch for us Of scoring in the Scottish Cup final Very important football A very important football for us The fact that it was done so quickly Was a bit of a shock But we've got like, great money for him like, I think we'll have at least 20, maybe like 17, 18 million at least, That that'll be for us. And what do you think of his farewell? I've no, not watched <laughs> that. <laughs> Don't get me started. Yeah, not... a, I
1: know. That... Wait a it was that a load of woke nonsense. Right?
2: I've not watched not it because I thought like, I could kind of really. But no, I thought Joe. <laughs> should your attitude to everything. That's true. But no, I thought Joe <laughs> was um, a brilliant player for us. It's just a pity he'll no good in his legends because he was here for. Same as Andrew, basically. They'll be like fondly remembered when they come back in 10 years for like the the treble.
3: Party, the and Paradise Winfold. I when, No, when
2: they come back in ten years at the Hydro for the audience for Ange and Jota, uh, no doubt we'll all go crazy for them. But uh, I want to talk about me and you get a three again. Oh, that's true. Uh, I bet. I no, no, no. That John goes on about that. Ah, huh? well, I got three freebie as well, but I didn't get a free drink. And then uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Aaron Moy, who was sadly retired, was a brilliant player for us. Yeah. It was so good up until he got injured. Was it against Harris he got injured in the three nothing game? Habs, was it not in the three one game? I think no. He got injured.
1: Did he not get injured before That's why uh, he was out the out the team. No,
2: but did he not get injured against Halsey when, when he scored in the cup when we beat him three nothing? I think that me no, he me. No, I think he got injured in that game. Right, well, I, I, he was
4: outstanding in that you, game. If you think
2: from between like October November to when he got injured, he was the best player. I don't. People are going about Kyogo. Carl McGregor, Hitati, CCV, he was our best player by far, he scored a lot of big goals, he made the team tick. He should have started at Ibrooks. And it's just a pity that that injury cost him was clear because when he came back against Rangers when we beat him 3-2, he was terrible. He was knackered, mind that like a rugby up. tackle he'd done. He got booked. That's right, yeah. He, uh, ter- uh, he was terrible and then he wasn't very good after that. But he was he'll never go down as a Celtic legs. He'll be a, he'll be a cult hero for the four months especially it was fantastic his best game I think was that 3 game against Mike in fact that game against Hearts we were all thinking oh, that's going to be a hard game 10 cats no are in the cup who set up a goal after a minute Jota Troste Moy brilliant finish and I just I'm annoyed that they two were only here long enough Jota we couldn't turn the move and he wanted to go Moy it's a pity he's in because he could have played a role for us I think especially in the Champions League next season but no two brilliant players I wish them well and I hope they come back in 10 years for the celebration oh, the especially Island. I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of words Amoy if he comes back when Amoy was a, <laughs> a guy a few words I interviewed him I think two or three times at the press conference last season he said very well sorry loud. to hear that sorry for Wolfies he d- but he did his talking on the pitch he was a great great player for us we were so much better and I think we'll show- I'll be sure how good he was this season coming up because I think we'll miss him People will talk yep. When there's games next season Where we're struggling to beat teams And maybe the new guys we have got in Are turning in Jota style performers They'll be like Oh we're wishing us all Jota We'll miss Jota But I think in Europe especially And against Rangers Even Moy Will be miss Because he was A great player for us And that's my tribute to those two Celtic cult heroes Great players And I'll miss them
1: Thank you And thank you to our Wonderful spunk phone there For giving his bank card To the fourth man Who gets It's it's a Peroni? Yes. It's, a it's, a, it's a Peroni Debrief It's a Peroni Debrief right Peroni
3: de-brief. I said, you know, get that round down there, Stevie anyway, I'm not a hero Shit, don't, don't worry, worry about
1: that. that There's Peroni, there's a Coors Light. Of course we need to have myself and his bunk phone Have uh, a couple of Guinnesses What is wrong with that here? What is wrong with that Guinness? Did
3: you
1: get a shamrock on top? All uh, right, leave that there <laughs> Now, we we're looking ahead to this season we can discuss... Is it the end of your bit on last season? Ah, it is, it oh, is, yes So we can discuss Brendan and how I have 180 on him um, and I'm going to ask you actually uh, I think I've sent you notes on this one Both of you Can you remember why I have now 180
2: On Brendan? Due to ridiculous press
1: No due to the fact that that story About a old, old woman was true I Patsy true. <laughs>
2: Me Patsy
1: <laughs> I, thought it was, I honestly <laughs> thought it was As you say in the biz A what? A thought he was lying all yeah. that For his teeth It was, I was a, a shoot. shoot So innocent Honest Brendan Rogers. It go. makes you think Was Daniel McGrane Was he telling the truth? Yeah, never
2: criticised
1: yeah. And that Clyde Tunnel Rangers fan, was that the truth? Yeah. Rangers that, fans would never lie. Well, they are no liars. They're very honest, genuine, sincere people. But so is your manager, John. So I'm now <laughs> well, well and truly on that Brendan bus. And, you know, I just want to say, in terms of, before we talk about the transfer activity and all that, and now how are you feeling with Brendan as a manager yes. as going forward? I
2: don't know, really. Because. <laughs> We, I thought all along he'd been a manager. I know there was talk about other candidates, but I thought all along, and I think you did as well, and I think Spong probably did as well, that he would come back. But we'll talk more about transfers later. I'm a bit perturbed uh, slightly that we have they went out and made these big signings. <laughs> Why am so funny using the words perturbed? <laughs> Could you not just say annoyed? I'm more perturbed than annoyed. I'm not, so, like, I'm not a. 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 an year old man. I'm not annoyed. enough have to be annoyed. I'm 42. Graham Stop. But, uh, <laughs> but,
1: uh,
2: but uh, I don't know what to make of Brendan really because I missed obviously his first press conference in Manchester. And I was expecting him to make him out really his usual ridiculous statements. And he didn't really, and I mean apart from his stuff about like being back, at, it feels like he's back at a, with his family at Celtic, <laughs> which is a very a, a daft comment. He's, he's kept a low profile really. Which is completely different for like when he first came, when it was and so huge that big like thirteen thousand crowd there at the cement Park. He they stood in the centre circle. I was there, John. He was I there. Was you there. were there. I was there. Some members of the podcast were there as well. No, it's that it feels different this time. I, that doesn't mean I don't think Brendan will do a good job. Cause I think he's a great manager, and I think he'll do well for us. But it's just completely different it's a much more lower profile really but i'm glad he's back
1: he's think he's a good manager spunk phone if i can now ask you about the transfer activity now reads come on to you in a minute but i'll let you enjoy your cool's light that very manly drink um in
2: fact i have to go to use the lavatory so thanks for telling that.
1: Call, thanks john um <laughs> spunk phone in terms of transfer activity is or anything to be concerned about because like we've only really brought in two project signings so far I know we've kept Yogo and Dyson and Callum long term um, I think there's rumours that we've brought in a third player from Korea as well just this morning it's generally slow though so far when this time last year we spent 16, or in fact over 16 million are you quite calm about things
3: around or are you not hitting the panic button or anything yet? Certainly not hitting the panic button Stevie, I did think in, and John will probably echo this statement when he returns from the men's room I did think there would be at least one marquee, if you like, signing in by now. But equally, you know, in terms of the outgoings, obviously, they've been kind of enforced in a way, maybe not to that we would have expected previously as, as we were touching on, obviously, the would have thought someone like Lila Bada was the most likely winger to leave in the summer, in the end it's obviously been Jota, Aramoi's, obviously um, been forced into retirement by injury as well but in terms of numerically we've saw a midfielder go out we've saw a winger go out and we've replaced them with albeit you know air quotes here project signings but they've been replaced with a midfielder and with a winger as well so I don't think it's time to hit the panic button I did always think that the the chat of a 30 potentially 40 million pound transfer budget was pie-in-the-sky and tabloid talk. Um, All right, love-rat. Notwithstanding that, there is obviously... Um, <laughs> there's obviously areas in, in, in the team and in the squad that I think they need to be improved upon. But we've still got, I think, six, close to seven weeks left of a transfer window in which to do that. As I say, I would have liked to have had one of the, the, the big hitters that I think we will move for in before the, the Tour of Japan this Tour of Japan obviously <laughs> going ahead unlike they were in 2008 um, but as I say I've not hit the panic button just yet the players we've brought in are ones who the clubs certainly track for a while so no no, no, no panic button just yet but as I say I would expect expected possibly one of the one of the, the more sort of marquee signings in better Step into the world of power loyalty
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Right, Reeds, I'm not going to ask you on the transfer activity so far. I'm going to ask you now, what player do you reckon will get the biggest bounce under Brendan Rogers of the current squad? I'm hoping it's Haxibanovich. Yeah? Because... Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Are we going to get all that let
2: him cook part on the... now? Nah, no, I'm above that. <laughs> ah, so my
1: I, Witsy not
2: I know, terrible. No, I think Hanks is was just slightly disappointing last season. I mean, he, he, he didn't play as often as I think everybody thought it would. He was mostly on the bench. Like, I know they've got a lot of wingers, but I mean, the likes of Dyson played more often than him. So, I'm hoping that he gets a boost. I mean, the rest of the guys, we know how good they are. But I mean... I think Hanks have is sort of flattered to this him. We we know how good a player he is I, feel like, I mean I picked that goal last, as my favourite last season But he didn't really stand out enough And I can I can see why we only got him for a million pound really One and a half I think And standard. that might have been because he was playing in Russia But I mean we didn't really like, play like five or six You better mind, lot. they signed for West Ham for like eight million or we something had, uh, great, great club West Ham, Go going to see them regularly <laughs> 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 No, no I would think, actually, I think he may be playing, like an attacking role rather than on the wing next season, When wouldn't me short when you've got a hand. But then we'll get Matt O'Reilly as well, so you don't know if we keep Matt O'Reilly that's, which I think we probably will. I think Matt O'Reilly will get a huge bounce under Brendan Rodgers too, I do. Do you see a bounce? And I agree I know we slagged him Last season at times And not slag him a well, we critical, critical Because we expect more Yes but his defenders And we know there are many of them We'll point out That he had the most assists In the league last season He didn't score enough goals He did he score with only scored, with, only scored like Three or four goals at most He, he, he definitely didn't get Double figures One of his Didn't get a double figures no, so he, he didn't score until January Was it the Scott St Mirren in, in the cup Scottish Cup 5-1 game and That was his first goal of the season He scored against yeah. the league as well so no, he could get a bounce if it means that he scores more goals. I don't know, maybe he could be the stuoter. I'm hoping that one of them becomes, an well, Haxabanovich becomes the Armstrong, guy. And I've seen somebody on, I think, a forum saying that, why don't we go back in for Armstrong? Because I think he's on for sale, but... Does it feel no. a model
1: either though, does it? No,
2: no, so I'm hoping that next season will be like, Banner, which is like, real statement season. And yeah. you think it'll be O'Reilly? Obviously, I
1: think I think O'Reilly will. Yeah, but yeah, I know what you're saying about like um, not getting back in for Armstrong like, and it's not a model, and yet here arms screaming to get in. Beautiful Moel Yunusi. So there is that. But I don't think that's going to happen. Now, Never going to happen.
2: I, I, this is still the transfer, but obviously, do we think that Celtic are going? You said from quote unquote in the know that you've heard. I'm me, not in the know. But okay, but are, somebody told you that. Like, what be very careful what you say here John alright yes, yes of course very, very careful. that we were going to make like big signings and I think people have worked are selling into a shoot that we're going to make huge signings because Brendan's back because they'll think "Oh, why did Brendan come back we must be spending big money but it's true
1: why would they come back if he was so only do you, going are to you, sign do you
2: expect us to, well actually I don't think the other projects apart from home I think he's a project I think especially the guy we're signing the winger for career I think he'll be like probably draw his replacement so do you think that we'll sign like a £10 million signing this season? I think we've
1: got to, yeah. I think we really have to. Yes, do, you I do, think think happen? Happen. do you think I it'll do happen? happen? Do think I do think happen? it will happen, yeah. I um, thank God I'm not recording that podcast where it can come back to haunt me or anything. But I do
2: think it will happen. It's just not being in Celtic's We're thinking. I mean, the most we've spent is like £6 million for CCV and Jota. But no, the most we've spent ever is £9 million, I think, on it. A- Edward. And Edward. I just kind of see as... I think a lot of people got to sell. Overexcited because of what people have been putting on like forums That we're gonna When you look at the
1: money we've got there I mean I know, well, you're, I, a, I know you're a Bits I... fan but we have literally get money in the bank
2: <laughs> Yeah, we're five million in the bank And it's not <laughs> a briefcase on <laughs> the ceiling either but, uh... As a wee one for there who's on <laughs> <point> <laughs> there. Mercenary No, I just I think it'll be mostly like Maybe we'll sign something that's like five million But I think it'll be like mostly like two million What we'll be doing there now And and I don't think people will be happy about that And then AJ is going to miss the game against Rangers probably And Aberdeen CCV is probably a doubt At the start of the season So I do think we need to make more signings Centre half especially
1: Spunk phone If I can bring you in here on this one And I know this is very much a Brendan centric topic here But is there any funny Brendan of so far That has been the highlight Because I know that Also when Brendan came back You were marking out for it You love the guy Mm -hmm. And you love his gimmick and when it comes to Brendan and his partner, like while everybody else was all getting worked up and furious about, including me, about all his nonsense in the past, you just saw it as a very funny Brendan partner. So, what so far have
3: you been really into from him? It's, um, I mean, we've used it throughout this podcast, I think, but okay, seeing a bit has become a, a real life gimmick for me over the past few weeks, I must say. It's a, a kind of standard farewell for myself now. Um, so that's certainly up there. John obviously repeated it earlier on his line about coming back to family. <laughs> um, presumably that was after he had gone out for milk and not came back. And then, of course, <laughs> there was the, the part there, the Yorto, which uh, I thought was. Fantastic as well. Um, You would think from a a man who supposedly speaks fluent Spanish that would be able to differentiate the pronunciations between Spanish and Portuguese, but clearly not. But yeah, okay seeing a bit, certainly the the standout so far, and as I say, it's a a standard farewell. I've been using IRL. And if I can also just say a disclaimer here, we have
1: got. I know the timing of that with the Irish National Anthem when we were talking, when Springfield was talking It was uh, very suspect, we've got nothing to do with that, we are in a pub We're in Molly Malone's are now actually and you know it was fairly quiet and the, the telly's off and now they've decided to put on uh, the, the, the Gaelic football The listen, we're only here for a visit so we can only uh, respect the rules and all that and We can't really go up and say to them, listen turn that off for everybody It's a fairly crowded pub so we're just going to have to go on with this Hopefully everybody's alright with that. But Rizzo, if I can now ask you, we've already uh, got Kyogo, we've got Cal McGregor and Dyson Maeda, they've committed their future to Celtic. Before the start of the season, do you think there's going to be any other players that will commit their best years to the club? No,
2: I don't think so. I don't think Hitati or CCV or whatever doing it either? I, I think they would have been anything. I think they would have wanted to get them all announced, like, quickly, as soon as possible. I think Hattie will leave at the end of the season. Tragically, I think CCB will eventually go back to England as well. It's unthinkable, but it's too good. He's too good. good. He's, he too good. And I, I, actually, a player I would like is to get a new contract is Starfield. But then he'll probably go and follow his girlfriend. And who can blame him? <laughs> right, lads? But, uh, uh, no, I think cast Starfield is underrated. I think people forget how good a player he is. I think... Obviously, because he's no CCV, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. But he's a big player for us, and we're nowhere near as good a team when he's not in it. Mm-hmm. So I would hope he signs in a new contract. I have my doubts. Not in his girlfriend, really. I think it's just because... <laughs> I think he'll probably want to try somewhere else. Yeah.
3: I, yeah. I think with the age he's at now in particular, um, his stock's probably never been higher. Exactly. Um, as we've obviously said throughout this, I think... Um, he's, in that- a, he's in a different situation with CCV. Because CCV...
2: As a guy that can get an team in England,
4: exactly.
2: Starfield's different. He'll get. A, he, I don't want a team in England to buy him. I think he's good enough probably for a team in England. Especially something fucking Luke. He'd be like Brown for something like him. But I don't think they'll like go for him. But I would love it if he signed a contract. I would love it if him in CCV, were our centre backs for years. Because I if, think we need better than Starfield. If I'm honest with you, and I like him. I think he's a great defender, no, but I think we, we need a better one. They've not played play the
1: in the Champions League. Oh come on man. They've I no loss the Champions League. I'm sorry, but it's
2: just the way I feel sorry. Thanks, They've no loss a domestic game they've played
1: together. That may be the case, but Champions League's a different matter. I think they've not
2: played the in the Champions League.
1: But I don't think Starfield is, is, is and I f I forget I've went on about how good he is. I just think in the have not played the in the Champions League. I just think in the Starfield, I think Starfield would struggle in the Champions League because he's not that great on the ball. And I think you've got to be really, really quick on the ball CCB's in the championship. Champions he's a,
2: he's
1: wonderful. I'm just I'm sorry, it's just the way I feel, I'm sorry. <laughs> well I think you're being harsh. Plunk for I'm gonna uh, the very last topic for this season, it's about that disgraceful home kit, and I'm gonna bring you in on that one. Read so if I could just say, you know, we're in a situation now where we've got no pre season friendlies at Celtic Park uh, before the August the 5th opener. Well we've got one. But that's uh, so what I mean. It's just the James Forest testimonial. We've got the two games in Japan. We've got one match in Ireland, and then we've got like a, the testimonial match against uh, Athletic Club Bilbao. It's, it's a bit of strange one. I can't remember any other pre-season, but we've had. We've well, not had at least one or two games against. Low League English opposition or Championship English opposition at did we apart? play last
2: season? Blackburn I and mean, Norwich When we went out after it and got hammered uh, Blackburn that was, that's right. that was oh, <laughs> I was in some state after that And we were steaming Oh, I uh,
1: certainly was Bunk knows the story of that one yeah,
2: that. Talk about it. <laughs> uh, I've been as, very careful what you say I've been
1: as, be very uh, careful what I say I mean that sincerely uh, duty to what's happened I've got to be very careful It
2: is weird and I don't think the Forest I don't think so as well. It's but on a Tuesday night for a start. Is it twenty-two quid? I 22 think twenty-two quid. That isn't that, is that bad, really, when it comes to Celtic. Twenty-five, is it? 25? Oh, twenty-five. Over twenty-five quid. Thank you, thank you, man. In the know. But, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely know be a seller, and I, I think Forrest has been a great player for us, but. For some reason I don't hear good
1: in the legend. By the way, the twenty five game for twenty five thousand so far, not twenty five pounds. Oh twenty
2: five thousand so far. That's it's actually no bad, I suppose we two and a half weeks to go. I think there'll be like forty thousand now. Well look at the the hydro event was like at two or three
1: thousand at the time and people were saying it was gonna be an embarrassment and then then, then, they caught, then, then they gave us freebies and we were word of mouth and everybody turned up just to see us and as well as Bruni
2: and all that so And that uh, great guy oh, Ange. You can see the you can see the drinks kicking them.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it's a bit odd that we've not getting really a, a, a daft lot of friendly at home, but I don't think people bother with friends anymore and they, they don't bother with the scores in them either. Because they're not important. I mean we get beat with six two by wastehand. That's right. On Ange's uh first season. The game of Barcast For going on goals okay. <laughs> um, I think we beat Norwich One, nothing maybe
3: uh, I've got that would, Bro, I would beat off Preston 1-0 Aye. That was Antish last season yeah That's right it was That was mad So nobody really Borrows with him okay. And
2: I don't know James Forrest is been a good player but We'll talk about that test we more when we're doing uh, The podcast in a couple of weeks Alright No. Yeah. Okay we'll uh, finish it off In this season
1: Before we do this very important quiz that me and you have got planned read so uh, spunk phone, that terrible home kit now is it the worst ever in recent years now we've got to remember in terms of home kits I think it very well might be I think the 1314 one yep. was utterly stinking
4: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't think the 1920 home kit was bad as well I think the worst kit we've ever released in recent years was the 1923rd kit, was the undisputed bottom of the pile, it uh, was like that kind of silver one with the pink. I got that by the way. Uh, you've got it for a gimmick car, haven't you? No. Yeah. Now, I just want to ask, where does it? Where does this season's home top rank for you in the league of woeful kits though? It's pretty pitiful,
3: isn't it? I think you're being harsh here, yes, Brunker. Oh, it's just the way <laughs> I feeling it, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> But I do think it is up there, as you say, with 13, 14, 1920s as well, with the weird white shoulders with no hoops on them. At least it's firmly remembered, I suppose, and that Edward was absolutely brilliant that season. Certainly that's who I think of anyway when I see that kit, but...
1: I can I just stop you? That's that's an amazing shout. Like, see that 1920 season, if someone was... And I'll bring a fourth man in, just to say something here. See someone wants to bring in the 1920 home kit, hold it up and say, what player do you think of now? He said Edward. Amazingly, for me, is that Moritz Jack Bauer? Amazingly enough, no. it is. And I I don't know, but it's Moritz Bauer for me. It's just one of these things. Who's yours? When, if somebody was to bring in that 90 home kit and say, what player does it remind you of? Who would you say? Edward. Edward. Edward, uh, and in particular, the, with the, band, band, and the chant. Aye. Christopher Julian.
2: Christopher
1: Julian uh, uh, as that's well. That's a good
3: shout as that well. That actually makes
2: me think of Covid, that scourge which thankfully we have defeated by the way I saw this strip for the first time in person today when I was on it my is way disgraceful. here it's terrible the only job the manufacturers at Adidas great company to give us freebies by the way I <laughs> have to do is make the hoops normal hoops but they've made them jagged like oh John just I've said
3: this for years terrible. particularly when footy headlines leaked that possible limited edition fourth strip with uh, the white out badge uh, and adidas logo as well all you have to do is a kit manufacturer if you're trying to make a celtic home jersey there's obviously outliers particularly some of the 1990s ones i think are excellent and then a bit more experimental but just try and get it as close to the lisbon kit as you can round neck collar yep seven eight nine stripes or hoops. i should say sorry and, um, you know, green and white, don't mess about with it too much. Even the... I get, obviously, it's a bad rep because of the season that it was in, but even the first I did this home top with the yellow on it, just keep it green, white, and black if you need to to these details. It's the easiest, in behind, the I, easiest
2: kit manufacturer 100%. job on football. You just make green and white hoops, and they can't do it, they look jagged. 100%. Like, and even the green is, like, sort of watery. It's, and I like the, the, the Steves as well. I don't even think the, the three Adidas lines go to the front. Yeah, well it's getting. a new
3: thing with Adidas now, so the three stripes don't go to the front. No, I think the, it's genuinely our worst now. kit ever. I think anybody. The only
2: who, one that's as bad is that one in the nineties—that people's away track ah, where it was right. like, yeah, somebody <laughs> on LSD threw some paint on a wall, which is a <laughs> bit of a collector's edition I should know, by the way. That's one of the. They'll probably bring that back now. I've got to say it right well. now, I
1: think, and this is a shoot I reckon anybody that's buying that home kit, if you're not, if you're not doing it for your Wayne, who's putting pressure on you, if you're an adult. Buying that current home kit, you're doing it for attention see if, it's, it. see if
2: this time next year You're doing it for attention and you're
1: just wanting to be noticed Will you
2: buy it this time next year if it's half price? No,
1: no, no, not <laughs> at all it's Are you really going to happen. buy it for your daughter? No, can I would you, not do it just If my daughter asked me for that I'd turn down the set No, it's not going to happen No, if she did, I'd turn down the set no I it's think Jamie Lee, is a worse certificate there's
3: ever been? I should just clarify before we move on to the next subject I did say earlier on, the 1923rd kit That weird grey and pink chevron effort which I do own. Um, I did get it in the end of the season sale for the gimmick. I've still got the tags and everything. I <laughs> thought it would maybe go up in prices. he's talking about that people's kit on these collectors are really aren't. Yeah. But combined with that and the brown eight name print on the back, 1888, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, but as I say, I've still got the tags on it. I would never ever wear it at five of sides. I would never ever be seen in public with it. Um, but in terms of a home strip, other than that, Broken hoops in particular. Oh, that was I a bad one, I think. This year's is up there. I'm, I'm not a fan This
2: is I'm genuinely, I like think, the worst kit we've ever done. I can't I believe they didn't change it. They, all these companies look at social media they must have known there was a yeah. backlash. But, and even on, even on the pictures, Carl McGregor looked awkward with <laughs> it. That is so bad. I hope it's the worst sale, but it probably won't be. I, No, you're right, I think a lot of idiots will sadly still buy it. The away in the third are okay, I think. No, I think the away is obviously a downgrade on last year, but I
3: still think it's going nice. Third's a bit ridiculous. Third
1: one's
3: a little bit more out there, maybe, but I don't think it's one of the better ones
1: we've had recently. Anyway, we've got a quiz coming up, Reidzo, so as everybody knows, okay, see you in a bit. Right, so now we're at the part where we're going to do a quiz now. Myself, and need to spoke about this and Rizzo's going to ask me 10 random league games between Celtic and Rangers from May 1995 to the present day yep. and he's going to give me dates and I need to get all 10 right to avoid buying him grub then what's going to happen is it's, um, I'm going to ask Rizzo 10 random cup games Against Rangers Against Rangers from May 1995 and I'm going to give him the dates and he needs to get all 10 right to avoid buying me grub and then if we forget 10 out of 10 I guess we'll just have a debrief won't yes. we? so I'm putting that away here the laptop's away just and a fourth man who's recording can prove that I'm not cheating I'm not doing anything here so Beezo go for it hit me with right okay number one 3rd of
2: January 1996
1: But okay one clue is, I mean was it Celtic Park?
2: I'm looking at a clue can it be clues? no was it null no, null? No? yes okay right one one out of one, number two, 20th of September 1998, no clues allowed? Aye, no clues allowed,
1: if there was clues we should have talked about this before. 20th, sure of that 20th of September 1998. 20th of September 1998, are we allowed one, can I get like one clue per? Oh, right. no no no, because that makes it too
2: easy, if I say it was I or park head, that makes it too easy. Okay,
1: um 20th of September 1998. Aye. Was it no, no? Yes.
2: Okay. Two out of two. Number three. Seventh of November,
1: nineteen ninety nine. Eh. Uh, God. Okay. Can I just use one clue for this, and that's it? No, we're not
2: doing clues. All right. That's cheating. We can't just so, say, okay. "Oh, this guy scored, or
1: that
2: guy's scored." That's nice defeating the purpose. I think they would give it 4-2. Yes. 3 okay. out of 3.
4: Right.
2: Number 4. 21st of April 2002. 21st of April 2002. Uh. Was it 1 each? Yes. 4 out of 4. Faster. Number 5. 19th of November 2005. Hold on, is, uh, this is a league game? Yes 3-0 Yes, 5 out of 5 Number 6 3-0 Celtic It was Aye. Number 6 17th of December 2006 I know that one, I was there, one each Ibrox mm. Danny scored the equaliser Gravison. Mad Dog Number 7 Fifteen. Stories, eh? <laughs> Number
3: 7
2: Uh, 15th of February 2009. No, no. Uh, Number 8, 4th of October 2009. 4th of October, uh, we beat 2 1 at Ibrooks. Number 9, 20th of February 2011. Uh, 3 0 Celtic Park, Hooper scored 2. Last one, 12th of March 2017. Uh, One each. Uh, You got them all, 10 out of 10. I made the last few too easy. It couple pop really difficult. Okay, round two.
0: Name something that's not boring.
3: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah,
0: oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasinocom No purchase necessary, forward by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply, see website for details.
1: So, it's been confirmed, Rizzo, that I got 10 out of 10 now. unfortunately you did. How was my performance, did you rate it?
2: You done well with the last few spaces. I made them too easy for you.
1: I was. Um, I, should, I should have come up with more dead rubbers, in my opinion. Okay. Right now, okay. my ones for you. Right, okay. Uh, as follows. Now, first one is Tuesday, September nineteen ninety five. One 0 Rangers. Yes. Sunday, April. the oh, I can give you the days. Right, well, whatever. Anyway. Okay. Right. Okay. April the seventh,
4: nineteen ninety six.
1: Two Iron Rangers. Well done. Yes. <laughs> Number 3 is April the 5th 1998 2-1
4: Rangers? Yes
1: Saturday the 29th of May 1999 1-0 well, no Rangers Yes It's yeah, a, a team here um, okay the Saturday the 4th of May
2: 2002 3-2 Rangers? Yes I was there on first it was a nightmare Sunday the 7th of March 2004 one well, No Celtic
1: done. Well done Larson Wednesday the 10th of November 2004.
2: Two one Rangers. I was yeah. there unfortunately. Well done. Wednesday the 9th of November 2005. 2 0 Celtic. Maloney and
1: Hilarious Stephen Closso and Gold. Yep. The last two is uh, Sunday the 1st of February 2015. 2 0 Celtic. Uh, Griffiths and Commons. Superb. And Sunday the 17th of April 2016.
2: Two each and Rangers winning penalties. Incredible. It was a draw. It's a tie. There you go. Two A's are quite clearly the
1: top teams. John, congratulations. Thank you, brother. Okay, we're at the final segment now of this podcast, 174. Down the pub, of course, in New Life. And this is the Q&A segment from Instagram. Now, I've chosen these ones that are deemed safe for the show. A lot of you on Instagram who follow us are getting put in a watch list. But I'm not going to name any names. Um, and I'm going to go away. The first question It's actually directed at myself It was At MatthewWright.ie And he's asked Will our dear leader Stevie Be making a return As a gig pod regular this season And I'm going to say Yes I am But listen I'm no hero Shit Don't worry about that We're going to move on to Patrick Barron now saw this one's for you Okay Patrick Barron asks
2: Do you think you will improve In Europe Under Brendan Rodgers Not unless we sign some Really, really good players. I just can't see us doing any better than last season. Though much as I love Brendan and his many bizarre ways, we were, for the most part, pretty dire under him in Europe. But we've probably seen Europe since Gordon Strang was the manager, or since Lennon the first time. Lennon the first time time when we beat Barcelona, of course. And Lennon the second time, I suppose, when we beat Lazio. But no, as it stands... He does not go anywhere in though. No, that's true. As it, well, we did lose to was at Copenhagen in the last that's 16... Right. That was classic over it. I missed the same thank God. But uh, as it stands, I can't see he's doing any better than last season. If we made a couple of like, really good signings, in goals,
4: uh,
2: a draw replacement, and maybe a defensive midfielder. But well, we're we'll saying that South Korean guy... Yeah. As it stands, no But if we make a couple of good signings We can improve Okay um, I've got to come back to you in a minute Because okay.
1: there's another uh, There's a WWE question for you Which okay. you can field Spunkphone, this one's from a uh, Long-term listener Connor Lackey Great guy Great guy, never criticise him So he asks What does Spunkphone recall Of the time Cambridge beat Newcastle In the FA Cup?
3: Well, unfortunately Although I suppose it makes this segment A bit more interesting I do recall quite a bit of that um, it was my last trip to St. James's Park. The last day. dance? My last dance, <laughs> as the kids would say. I was in the strawberry beforehand, a fantastic boozer and an urge anybody that goes to Newcastle. Whether it's for a game, a night out, a weekend, anything, get yourself the strawberry, it's fantastic. Um, Newcastle United memorabilia all over the walls it's uh, terrific honestly right next to the welcome stadiums. to the tsunami Army podcast it's, everybody honestly is black and Newcastle's white Newcastle's black and white anyway I did meet Conor before that game unfortunately I do remember the game itself whereby Newcastle United were unfortunately beaten by Cambridge Eddie hey, Howe's um, Newcastle it was indeed and it, it was, was post right? it was post takeover as well but that was probably the the highlight in an otherwise dreary afternoon at St. James's Park was uh, meeting long-time listener Conor Latker in the strawberry pre-match. Um, as I say, great buzzer. And, and that's the main thing, is it's a good day out. So don't worry about that. Uh, I was only there for a visit. Right.
1: Rezo, this one is for you. You're a big head in the biz. Which Celtic player or manager would succeed in the WWE? That comes oh. from Daiglin Murray.
2: Oh, Brandon, definitely. He'd be a great, like... Sort of manager for some like day Like Paul Heyman? Like Paul Heyman, I. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Brendan Rodgers <laughs> And he comes out <laughs> with ridiculous statements for people He just stands at the back Sort of looking
3: peened and worried He could really work the marks into issue. He could indeed He'd have folk marking
2: it uh, Maybe even in the future, Scott Brown could fall on his lead But uh, definitely Brendan would make a great uh, biz manager, I'd say Player-wise, who would you say? Uh, Player wise, I'm trying to think of somebody that's got that sort of craziness, and none of them really are. Uh, I don't know, maybe somebody like uh, Kyogo. Because a lot of good Japanese wrestlers, that's the only thing I can think of. Enjoy. New Japan, exactly. Thank you, wrestling unnamed fan. So the short answer was Brendan.
1: Oh, Brendan, definitely. A Paul Heyman type, then? Uh, absolutely. Like, right, okay, now this one's on its punk phone. Gary uh, has asked how much... No well, shut up. It's name it. very good. Very droll. Thanks. Gary has asked how much Guinness does Spunk Phone drink in a week? Now, I just want to say here, disclaimer, whatever Spunk Phone says, we don't approve it on the podcast, but well, he's unfiltered, so listen, how much
3: do you drink in a week, Spunk Phone? Listen, what I will say is, right, <laughs> I've never been a great believer in numbers or stats or anything like that, right, but... I love a drink, I know when enough is enough, you know, people say a lot to me, whether it's Stevie, John, some of the listeners to the pod, you know, take care of yourself more, you've got to slow down, why would you go out so much? (laughs) But it's the way I am, and and I'll tell you, honestly right, and, and this is a shoot, I've lost a lot of good friends, particularly in podcasting, and I just feel, you're only here for a visit, so just enjoy yourself, be brave, Get fired then Come on <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wonderful words For this spunk one there Right um, Read so this once for you Rudy Ford asks <laughs> This is something you feel Very strongly about An estimate on how much Celtic will spend On transfers this summer Including what we've spent so far i and guessing yes
2: uh, I think we will spending About 20 million 20? Aye no, we've we'll spent like about eight million so far. Maybe if we include who, like, who we're going to be signing this week, I think we'll make like one biggest signing that like uh, is a reason why we're gonna keep But I'd say we'll spend like twenty million. If, I'm hoping it's that anyway. But I mean, it won't be this. I don't think we'll make this like ten million signing that was rumored. But I just can't see that anyway, but twenty million, I'd say, which would be good. Aye, right, more than like. We we'll spent a long time, actually, We didn't spend that. I don't even Ange's first season. I'd be surprised we spent two million. or oh, we spent it maybe last season because we spent we, we made they the. We brought season, in a lot of players in Ange's well, we first We made season, the CCV though. and Joe deals permanent last season, so that yeah. was twelve million. There was 4.75 was 4. was 4. or something, something like that. Money well spent. spent. Uh, James was alone, of James course. Aramoy was, was free. Aramoy was free. Haxabanovic was, free. Hax of Banner, was of one what million. Thing. I don't think I've missed any deals too. we brought in the winter, we brought in uh, Alistair
1: Johnston as well. Oh, we mean Alistair Johnston as well. We're just getting a wave here for one of our long-term
2: listeners. We made the dies. He's just turned up in the pub. We made the dies and deal permanent as well in January. Last summer. So, I'd be about the same as last season. So, I, I'm hoping we'll spend about the same as last season. Alright. Now, this one, it's the second last question we've got
1: for everyone. Uh, Keen Crootshanks asks what's our bold prediction for the upcoming season we so I'll let you think about it Now I'm going to say that now my bold prediction is that this season it's going to go to the wire I think it's going to I genuinely think it could go to the last day you might be looking at me going who's this who's this smart ass but I honestly do think it's going to go to the last day so that is my that is my bold prediction it's going to be like, a, like it's going to go the title race it's going to go past the split and we're going to go into the last couple of days of the season that, no. that, that, I know, I uh, hope no too yeah, but right. I, that's what I reckon is going to happen Spunk Phone, I'll let you
3: answer this one before um, your big encore at the end for the question you've got I don't know if it is particularly bold given the season we're coming off the back of maybe it is, maybe you know, people will throw this back at me um, We're all waiting we're, we're <laughs> with, with Brendan at the helm I'm going to here it right now, All right, this might be the drink talking,
2: you yeah, know, I've been out for most of the day, but, treble. Aye? Treble. Okay, I think we'll win a, a tie in the, the, the last 32 at least, of the Europa League. I think we'll finish third in the Champions League, and for the first time in 20 years, 20 years we'll win a, a knockout tie. So, that's You'll where going to the last come 16, come. you reckon? And then who knows, maybe we can... This is the last season that can happen. For next season when it's the new Champions League, as soon as, if, as, soon as you get knocked out, you're up completely. So this is the last year we can make a mark in the Europa League. So that's my prediction.
3: All right, then
1: all put our reputations on the line at GigPod. Now, the last question comes from Matt Roddy 25 He's got to Dublin from USA in a couple of weeks. And apart from the Gravediggers' spunk phone, he <laughs> asked what pub is a
3: must-do? So what you want to do is, right, Diggers is, is a must go. I, I must admit, when I went there, I was a little bit perhaps underwhelmed. And, and listen, that's no—it's uh, not me having a go at the Gravediggers. It was a good establishment, cool pub, opened in like the 1700s. I don't think it's been done up since. Uh, the boy that owns it at the moment is a 7th or 8th generation of this, same family. They've, 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 you know, kept it in the family and I like that, I like that. Oh, I like that. Granted, it's a good bit at the 6th and I had to get a bus there when I did trek up there. Um, but it had been built up to me beforehand as the, the best Guinness in the world. and um, It was maybe a little a little bit underwhelming in that regard, but as I say, still a good, solid boozer. In terms of boozers you want to get yourself to, what you want to do is, you want to stay away from the Temple Bar, right? Stay with the Temple Bar, you're not paying 8, 9, 10 euro for a, a subpar pint in this new style glass, Stevie, which you know I'm obviously and, not wait, a, a, a big fan a of. A new woke glass? <laughs> it's this woke generation. It's the woke karate. <laughs> anyway, what you want to do is, just off to the, the left-hand side, rather than the right-hand side, if you're walking up a corner Street, you know, right-hand side takes you to the Temple Bar, and, and uh, you want to go to the left. You want to go to the left, you want to go down Fleet Street. You want to go to a lovely little spot there called Bo's Whiskey Bar to give it its official, full title. You want to go there, one of the the best pints of Guinness in the world, probably my favourite pub, potentially, in the world as well. Spot on, fantastic, and I could not recommend that more than, uh, you know, to MD, more than I would. Terrific, terrific shop, proper boozer. You also want to get yourself to John Keogh's, Keogh's, um, another terrific boozer, very old fashioned, again don't think it's been done up since it was opened, but what a cracking pint. You've got the guys behind the the bar there, the old boys, shirt and tie, proper establishment. Um, And finally, because I do want to recommend three, Mulligan's would be another one. Mulligan's, it's a nice pint of Guinness, it's grand as they would say. Um, but what they do have is an array of options on tap. You've got Beamish from Cork, um, and you've also got the Kilkenny Cream which I would recommend. So if you get yourself over to Mulligan's, branch out, as I say, go with the Beamish, go with the Kilkenny, be brave, get fired in. But in terms of the best Guinness in Dublin, it's either Bose of Fleet Street or John Keogh's. Well fun, Thank you. Hey, there we
1: are, we're only here for a visit and Gigpod 174 from down the pub has been done and recorded. Spunk phone, I've got to think. Will we do another one of these in the future? Oh, it'd be
3: silly not to. Thank you
1: brother. Right, okay, well we're going to say bye to everyone. It's been very pleasant to do this IRL as everybody has been choking for. It's been a good laugh and I think we'll probably do it again. Rizzo, thanks for that face there. I'm going to assume you disagree. No, yes, I'll do it again. Okay, right, listen, everyone, I'm Stevie. It's uh, been a pleasure to be doing this with Rizzo
2: and no Spunk Phone in the pub. <laughs> Rizzo, I'll let you say bye to everyone first. Right, so thank you to Stevie and Spunk Phone and uh, the unnamed fourth man for uh, being on the pod. Dennis Rodman. <laughs> we'll be back probably before the season. We'll be back before the season before the season starts with a preview type thing, I'd say. So that'll be in a couple of weeks. You can find us on Instagram at GigPod. You can see a a video there soon of our sensational quiz that was ended in an exciting draw. And get pizza. Well, know get pizza. So you can follow us. Yeah, you can follow us even on Threads at GigPod. We'll be back in a couple of weeks for a season preview. Yeah, we'll before do that. before we play Ross County, so we'll be back then. And we'll have extra podcast next season you lucky people we'll have try and do at least one extra every week even if there's a match we will try and do one extra as well and we'll all be involved in that and some other people as well so you can look forward to that but thanks everybody for listening GigPod is back we'll be back in a few weeks again next season will be even more podcasts which the fans will love including our 200th podcast there you go we'll even bake a cake I'll get somebody to bake one for us so there you go thanks everybody for listening we'll speak to you all soon and hail hail.
4: Podcast Network.